0: Welcome to episode 493 of The Drop, a STAB podcast where we break down the surf news. I am your pilot, Big Dick Power Surfer, and my normal co-pilot, Mikey Ciaramella, is out. He is currently on a production that we like to call STAB in the Dark. You may have heard of it. I don't want to give too much away, but I will say that this year's test pilot, the individual, the person who will be trying these boards, they have won a world title. That's all you're getting out of me. More to come there. But for now, let's try to get some stuff out of Paul Evans. Paul is a stab staff writer. Many consider him to be among the top five UK surf journalists of all time. And he and I will be talking about the year in review, the Vans Triple Crown of Surfing, Adult Learners at Nazare, EPS Foam and its potential to replace BU, the Stab Surfer of the Year, and Surf Sin. Before we get into it, I have to say that hours after Paul and I recorded, we got the very sad news that a 47-year-old big wave surfer, Marcio Freire, died at Nazaré. Yesterday was maybe 15 foot backs, 30 foot faces, there's a mix of people towing and paddling. Marcio, who's from Brazil, was apparently paddling. And we've heard mixed reports. He was either wearing Nova vest or maybe wearing an impact vest. Definitely not one of the inflatable ones. He went down on a wave, had an extraordinarily long hold down, and by the time the skis got to him, it was too late. And he was declared dead at the scene. He was not just a random guy trying to go for glory at Nazare. He is very, very, very well respected in the big wave world. He had been nominated for an XXL award. He's considered to be a pioneer at Jaws. So... Our hearts are with his friends and family. Um, It's very, very sad. The first surf-related casualty we've seen at Nazare. So rest in peace, Marcio. We are going to keep the Nazare section in this podcast. I hope you still get something out of it. And let's just get this podcast going and hear from Paul. XXM wave surfer Paul Evans. Paul, oh, tell me about your day. Uh, what do you want
1: to know, the charging Lenora on my 10 foot triple string single fin gun? That is exactly what I want to know about, yeah. Punching my own fin back in, you want to hear about that? No. Nah. Um, you've heard of people getting the fins punched out. Uh, I punched my own fin in, I, it's, um, it was a single, it's one of those FCS two, the new ones that don't have the plate and the screw. My buddy lent it to me and after a, a drubbing, after a gnarly, a series of gnarly kind of beatings, I noticed the fin was like popped out in the white water. So I fucking sprint swam over and like gave it the, the big punch back in as the white water was bearing down on me. And I, I saved it. But um, yeah, I didn't want to pay like 100 euros to buy my mate a new fin and then still have to buy myself one. So, yep, um, it was fun. That was good. Good surf uh, on my new huge board. It's kind of, yeah, it's about four foot. So the tenno seemed about right. And then I went with my wife for a nice Thai lunch and then I had a nap so all good
0: wow well i love the ratios there four four foot ten foot four foot swell ten foot board that that checks out were there any vests
1: three stringers one one fin
0: okay yeah well that's a lot more to factor in any vests any uh inflatable or otherwise there's a couple of guys out in vests
1: Yep. Yeah, um a couple of guys out in vests it wasn't didn't seem like a vest kind of day i did scoff a little bit although actually then i at one point i did sort of come up seeing stars as well so i was like fuck maybe i need to get into that stuff as well um i really like the pads that go on your sort of legs mm-hmm. where you look a little bit like an american football yep. player the thigh pad flotation just in case you want your thighs to float um, so i'm thinking about getting into flotation actually it's part of my surfing i feel like i'm really explored wow. yet.
0: okay good because i thought initially i thought you're going down it, it sounded like you were gonna come on the podcast and start vest shaming which um you know we're not inflation shamers here paul no, not
1: at all. Uh, no, not at all. I think um, I, I'd something I'd like to see more of in the surf. Definitely, there's not enough. <laughs> there's not enough buoyancy as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll put it on my, my maybe my Christmas list for next year. Did you get any good presents? Mm, no, I got a fucking alarm clock. Hey, okay. is that is that, a, is that a dig at you? Are you are you generally kind of a late a late kind of
0: guy or no? Just I got an alarm clock. It's like a, a like a new one, like new age alarm clock. It's supposed to. I don't know. I got an alarm clock. I went and. I went to America and I came home with an
1: alarm clock. There. So I got today in the post. What? Pair of Stab X Quicksilver board shorts all the way from Australia. Did they actually make it? They got here today. Looking epic. Yep. No way. It's kind of a black on black colorway with a nice little bit of piping down the out scene. Very fetching. Can't wait for summer. Wow. Wow. We had a Christmas list going around and
0: I put quite a few people from the EU in there and i've just had so much shit get stuck in customs here and i just i didn't even tell anybody it was coming because i didn't want to get people excited but i'm happy to hear that um they freed it for you yeah mine look good i just
1: hope they work with the with the vest i hope they i can still wear them i have a flotation vest let's see yep
0: and if you weren't on the list go check it out quicksilver stab collection we talked about on the site before but for now let's talk about some surf news Peers, petitions, and weed strapped to legs, a year in review. Paul, this is your piece.
1: I wrote this one. This is all about last year, 2022. Um, I feel like loads of stuff happened, but it, as I was writing it, I did run out of steam a little bit after sort of, September. Um, I don't know if it's just a coincidence that that's when the, when the championship tour ended, but I, yeah, it took me a little while to fill in those final, the final quarter. This final three months, but yeah, loads, loads of stuff happened last year, and, and most of it was good, I I felt. How did you feel for the year in general? Was it a good year?
0: I think it was a good year. Enjoy it. And I do want to say, I think Mikey C. said something in the comments, but you kind of just did a service by compiling it all. Like, I don't think anybody else would have done that, so thank you. It did, I don't know, yeah, I guess it was a good year, but when you looked at it all laid out, it, it seemed, I don't want to call it anticlimactic, because Steph did that crazy that was probably the biggest moment of the year right or like the most suspenseful i don't know what you want to call it but did i found it a little bit underwhelming the year a good year all up but yeah i don't know it was it was all right what did you think of 2022 after having uh researched it for yeah i two to write this i
1: find it impossible to look at anything other than from my own perspective so it's like the year is good if, if it's a good year for the world if it's a good year for me so I, I had a pretty good year so i just assumed it must have been great for everyone and if not i don't care so yeah no i thought it was good i um i thought i liked all the stuff happened on tour i mean it wasn't all about the tour but kind of a lot of it was because that's the easiest stuff to sort of to google and kind of find dates for fit it into a month so i thought the the tour thing was interesting with where it finished if you if you think that the just looking at the champions if you think that the champion should be like the best over the year toledo was was kind of was that wasn't he was kind of like the points the points winner and and he won so that sort of validate that argument and if you like the idea of it, it could be anyone's you just got to have enough asshole, essentially to not lose the heat in a day at Chessels well that was Steph had enough of that so it had you know ticked both boxes so I thought it was pretty good from that point of view um yeah although well we didn't have enough John we didn't have Medina for the men's side did we um and even on the women's side, probably, you know, Caroline Marks kind of wasn't really, you know, wasn't, didn't seem to be in sort of full flow. So it'd be good, like this year, hopefully kind of everyone's fit, everyone's on form. This is sounding, this is sounding like kind of a bit press release. Isn't it? I mean, yeah, hopefully everyone's, everyone's fit and surfing great.
0: Somebody just reminded me that, that the WSL, it, it's not too far from when they come to Paniche, well, it's March, I think. So it sounds like you're just kind of warming up for that.
1: Beginning of March. Yeah, I haven't I haven't. texted them yet, see if they want me. Um, normally, I always... Oh, they want you. Well, normally, yeah, I do it, be honest. normally, I do it a bit early. And then they kind of just, like, go, yeah, don't know. Too, way too early to think about that. Go away. So I was thinking about maybe just playing playing hard to like this year and just not texting but then they just probably pick other people and i would be gutted but <laughs> yeah i'm thinking i'm thinking about it i'm thinking about it just yeah i'm not gonna text them away to text me is that how you get a job as a ct
0: commentator? you just you just text somebody and then you're in pretty much apparently yeah
1: apparently <laughs> yeah it's a little bit like that actually i was talking to a friend whose wife is like um an older model so she's like yeah i guess she used to do modeling when she was younger now she's like older she's got kind of like gray hair, but like, you know, it looks awesome. And she's got back into the modeling scene now for like older women type stuff. And he was telling me, um, yeah, I was like, oh, how's it going? Like she looks great. I've seen some stuff, it looks really good. He's saying, yeah, but it's it's kind of a hard environment because you're just on a short list all the time. And they kind of, you know, they, you're just an option until the very last minute. And I sort of said, ah, oh, sounds a bit like commentating on CT. <laughs> Maybe I should. Maybe I should get into modeling as well. Things uh, I've seem to fit my my workflow along those yeah along those lines. But yeah, basically just send a text, mate. I'll, I'll give you the number. Give give it a whirl. You're good on the podcast. Why not? How do you think you would go on the commentary?
0: Well, I mean, I I figure you would have seen it, but I did commentate a women's I guess girls pro junior uh, in Cabo in maybe two thousand and sixteen. I was sure you would have been tuned in but i guess not no i'm not sure i caught that
1: one how did you get how did you go oh fucking horribly Mm.
0: the waves were pretty much flat there'd be one wave every like 10 minutes and you know i'd imagine the ct you kind of have some backstory for the people uh women's pro junior a little bit more difficult to know every name in a four person heat Mm. getting through the round of 96 so the 10 minute lulls made that interesting it was kind of a bloodbath yeah it was it was i mean i'm sure all the 700 people 700 is probably an overstatement i'm sure the 98 people watching didn't mind too much i hope but yeah it was not easy
1: how did you feel round about kind of 3:40 p.m when the sun was getting a bit low and a bit glary and it's kind of like you've had lunch you're quite full you know there is always nap time kind of lurking there with you your eyes start to get a bit itchy, you're staring out the sea.
0: Yeah, no, I... Did you I, feel like maybe just... I did, I did, and that it, it, just, I have to go down this tangent, but at that event, Ben Dunn, former CT surfer Ben Dunn, he was a judge, um, and I saw him in a pool. He's a judge still? Yeah, and he just looked yeah, real happy, and I was like, it just seemed like, you know when you see somebody do something in life, or you see where they end up, and it just feels right? Seeing Ben Dunn judging a QS event, there's a QS side of it too, I just didn't get called up to commentate that, but seeing him commentate a QS, just kind of sitting there in a pool, or sorry, judge a QS, and just hanging out in a pool, it just felt right, I don't know, something about his surfing, and then just being in this pool in Cabo, judging, it felt good for me, Um, but yeah, that, the last few hours of the day, especially when it's a long day, I got that, you kind of feel bloated, tired, almost jet-lagged in a weird way, I feel like sometimes it worked. you just kind of spit hot, hot fire, and then other times, you would just be exuberate this the energy of like i don't give a fuck and um that's probably not a good thing when you're paid to give a fuck and commentate right
1: is that what it's like mm-hmm. yeah kind of I, i'm i can feel a hashtag starting here bring buck back let's see if we can get you let's see if we can get you on commentary give you another crack oh give me the number oh man <laughs> thinking i'm thinking surf ranch i think it's surf ranch for you oh yeah i've spoken very highly of i know it you like throughout my career you like wave pools i, I know yeah so yeah, maybe the ranch I know you like Cal- I know you like the uh, central valley of California, so yeah, you could be in thank you yeah give me the number and thank you for writing this piece. We cried
0: with Kelly, we had a petition with Elo and uh Strider strapped weed to his leg and talk, told us about it on a camera, so it was it was a good year. I was being uh I was being rude before it was a great year.
1: yeah, it was a good year also let's just I think I don't think it could be stated enough. Let's give a shout out to Matt McGillivray, who was the big surprise package for me. Um, last year in in all sorts of ways, I underestimated that guy. He's he's amazing. Surfer of the year, McIlvray. Come on, do
0: it. Oh, we'll we'll get to the surfer of the year, and you better pick him. On to the next topic. <laughs> the twenty twenty three Vans Triple Crown of Surfing starts now. Well, it already started. By the time you hear this, it started. The waiting period is January third to the twenty third. So all the competitors have twenty days to get two waves at Pipe, two waves at Sunset, two waves at Haliva. One of those has to be on an alternative or progressive craft. And then we're gonna have some Triple Crown champions. It's gonna. It's this is gonna happen fast. Yeah. Is
1: that, so the Pipe, the Vans Pipe Masters, wasn't part of that. Sorry for not. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Was that? I, I was gonna say. Is this not what happened? Is this not before Christmas? This is something else. This is. This is. This is, this is online.
0: Yeah, this is the digital. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the digital triple crown, just like last year. So there's no certain day where we have to show up and put a jersey on and surf for twenty minutes. It's just uh, forgive me.
1: So, sometimes when things are so exciting and engaging, you actually it's hard to you know you just kind of yeah. I I I'll get you. I remember now. Did John did John Florence win last year? Carissa, that was it. No,
0: John and Carissa won oh, last year. I yes, it. yes, and I've got money on money on ethan ewing this year okay what
1: do you think of that does he is he already there then presumably you've got like is it just depend who's there or do you it's whoever's on the north shore in january basically
0: well they had to sign up they had to sign up so it's official you can't just be a cowboy and say hey i got this sick one at pipe uh hey vans give me money i can't enter on my on my 10-0 you can't you can try um competitors do have to upload their clips to the Vans Triple Crown surfing site. So, I mean, you could try and see what happens. Right. Um, I don't think it would okay. work for you, but you could... I guess there's nothing stopping you from trying.
1: Okay. Well, that sounds, that sounds really exciting. When, when does it finish again? Remind me of the, the days.
0: The 23rd. 3rd to 23rd. So, it's on already, and it wraps. 20-day waiting period. And, uh, yeah, Josh Moniz back as well. He's back. I mean, he was in the Vans Bite Masters as well, but... It's good to see him back after that horrific injury at Super Tubos. And we will be keeping you, Paul, as well as the rest of the world posted every week with episodes of The Pickup. I watched the first I watched the first one. And what did you think? Good. I liked it. Yeah, it was fun. I watched all of them last year, I think. Cool. Well, I already got a preview of episode 2, which will be dropping. It'll be live by the time this goes out. They go live every Thursday at 6 p.m. California time. It's got some good stuff in there. I think my favorite bit, there's a bit of surfers talking about their superstitions. Do you have any?
1: Uh, Not really, no. I used to be quite into that when I was a kid, and then, no, I sort of gave it all up. I'll just say, I did watch it all last year. I wanted to hate it. I remember I, I wanted to really dislike it, and it actually won me over. Really? I watched it. I was like, this is going to be shit. And then I was like, oh, okay. That's pretty good. you got you, huh? Yeah, so... Yeah, totally. That was really fun. I like the 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 set. It's all like kind of a monochrome, isn't it? It's all blue or something.
0: That Is that right. The set last year was this kind of cardboard jungle environment. It was all recycled. Mm. And this year, it's we use the same guy, Miles. Pitt. he goes out and does a set, and they're great. This year, he the first episode was all kind of orange.
1: Orange i knew it's one of the colors
0: he has been known in the past to tweak it every week so keep an eye on the set especially if you're a fan of set design paul as you are episode two is live it'll bring you news from the north shore it'll bring you a profile on ev wong some superstitions sophie bell jumps on as a guest and you get some stabs her for the picks. go check it out <laughs> Is the big wave world record held by an adult learner? Paul, you're a good friend of Seb, aren't you? You, you interviewed him for our site just this year. Is he an adult learner?
1: No, I don't think so. And um, yeah, I, I know him a little bit. He's he's done commentary a couple of times for the, the Nazare event with us. He, he's been injured. So um, he jumped in a couple of times. He's a really good dude. I wouldn't say he's an adult learner. No, I, I'm, I'm not really sure. Although... But we're all we're all learning, aren't we? You know, each day was just another uh, opportunity for yeah. for growth, isn't it? And yep. um, now he's good. He is good out there. Um, I definitely say he's one of the better ones. I did have a look through this story. Uh, yeah, there's a lot in there, wasn't there? I think the thing, with Nazare as as well with the, with the crew that surf there, that maybe it isn't often said out loud is. A lot of them like, aren't great, like kind of small wave surfers, or you know they're not just great kind of surfers. They're just the ones that have dedicated their lives and are unafraid. You know, Um I'm not necessarily talking about Seb. I'm just I mean that those, the, all that crew that that live there and, ch- and ch- charge it. But when you see like really good surfers like Kyleni and Chumbo, for example, there's like another sport, right? They're like it's not even a kind of a comparison. That that's that's kind of a I guess an interesting thing imagine if you got like really good ct level surfers and just forced them to live at Nazareth for three years and surf every swell then i think you'd see kind of uh you know where it would really kind of go so i don't i wouldn't say he is an outlander but i i see what the guy means he grew up a long way from the ocean didn't start surfing until blah blah and it sort of goes to show if you calculated enough and you know you about your equipment and whatever you just, I mean, yeah, you just got to let go, haven't you? And that's it. I mean, you've done it. It's easy, isn't it? Toe surfing, Naz? Easy? You just let go, Simple. yeah. Right? That's it. Just let go, fade a bit, go fast. Nazare is just, um, yeah, it does seem to be one of those, there's not that many sort of safe spaces for kind of, for hatred anymore, is there in the surf? Well, there's not places you can't really go. So, but Nazare is still kind of like a prime target. You can kind of like still sort of, put shit on Nazare, which I think a lot of people have a lot of fun with and you know, hey, it's a sport of opinions. Yeah, it is. It is one of,
0: it is kind of the last safe harbour to just make fun of. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. Not me. I mean, I,
1: I have nothing but the utmost of respect for the place and I, I, I greatly look forward to coming to the next um, Red Bull Nazare Toe Surf Challenge, which there was a, there was an alert for next week. Now it looks a bit windy. It's not going to happen, but I love the place and anyone associated with it. <laughs> Let yeah, we just say, and it's great.
0: I remember you texted me after the last one ran. Maybe some shots with the mayor there, maybe. Yeah. A little night of celebration. Yeah, Walter.
1: Walter. Walter. Huh. Classic, classic Walter. Um, yeah, one of my favorite people in surfing. I think we, yeah, there might have been some shots in the bar, and there might have been someone might have said something about oh, I got my car driving or cops or something, and Walter said. I own the cop's <laughs> I was just like, "Yes, I'm in the, I'm in the inner circle. <laughs> Come on, this is the inner sanctum. <laughs> Law enforcement corruption. I'm in. Mean. Wow. Um, yeah, no, he's he's a really good dude. He's my favourite mayor. Portugal's got a lot of um some some contenders for top surfing mayors. We got Toze, the, the ex mayor of Benicia, I think he's trying to stage a comeback. Uh huh. Um, a bit like Trump for 2023. <laughs> But yeah, Walter, Walter's, Walter's my guy.
0: Wow. Well, it's good to know. Um, great story. And if you want to kind of find your little safe harbor of hatred, listeners, this story is on the site. It's written by a, just a reader who grew up far from the ocean. So he felt like he had some kinship with Seb.
1: I wanted to ask you, where do you find these people, by the way?
0: They find us. They just email us.
1: Right. You just reply. Yep. Yeah. See, that's why you're perfect as editor because you read emails from people you don't know and you sometimes even reply.
0: Well, sometimes. That's... Mikey's way better
2: at that. That's me. how
1: to succeed in, in business and media. Yeah. Um, well, did you think he's an adult learner anyway? Is he? Well, he has you... one quote. He's quoted
0: saying, it? I didn't grow up by the ocean. I didn't have rich parents to travel around with me as a kid. I didn't start surfing until I was an adult. Um, and then on his personal website... It says, Sebastian loved water ever since he was a child and discovered surfing on a vacation in France at age nine. Um, So I didn't have rich parents travel around with me as a kid. Growing up in Germany, it was impossible to surf. So he decided to leave to Hawaii at the age of 13. When he turned 16, he emigrated to Hawaii on his own. So there's a lot of just mixed stuff going on here.
1: I think I'm gonna call that's a windsurf thing. I think that might be one of those lost in translation things because he was a windsurfer, right? He was like he was, he was. was he? Yeah, a, when, oh, he, dog, when he oh, turned
0: yeah. 16, he emigrated to Hawaii on his own, soon making a name for himself as a windsurfer. There you go. I
1: don't know if this happened to you, but when I was a kid and I and I identified as a surfer, I would sometimes get a card from like an aunt or a grand or something with like a picture of a windsurfer on, and I'd be really fucking pissed off just be like really i would just be like fuck you auntie carol like don't you do you love me that little to even find out that my passion isn't wave sailing it's surface not the same sport yeah, it really rubbed me up the wrong way. I'm still annoyed about it.
0: I'm surprised that anybody would make a card of a windsurfer. Yeah.
1: Really? Well this was the eighties. It was a big I think it was a pretty big sport uh, once upon a time. Okay. Yeah, it was, a, it was yeah. a big thing. Yeah, generation. But yeah, so yeah. That's um fair. Seb yeah, he was I think he was yeah, he was he was great at that. And um well a lot of that like Maui connection and a lot of those 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 guys that charge all the big waves come from that windsurf scene. They're um they're pretty impressive. Um he might not have much money as a kid, according to his website. I'm he's got a bit of cash kicking about now um (laughs) he rocks he's got some good cars he has got some really good cars at nazare and a team a staff of like 12 people so he's a staff of 12 well something like that he's got a few 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 peeps yeah he's got some he's got some crew he's got squad um he's a very impressive guy and um yeah definitely one of those like real like calculated risk type dudes he's not like a like a madman, who just does some like wild shit and kind of like mad dogs it. Like he got, he thinks a lot about what he's doing and all the ways he kind of like, he always kind of takes those same sort of looking left. And he knows exactly what he's doing. You know, he's, um, he's not a chancer. He's, um, he's pretty good. I'm, I, he's impressive. Wow.
0: Okay. So what's your final say? He's not an adult learner. What, what are we going here?
1: Nah, nah. I'm, I'm, I'm not, nah, I'm not going to say no. Nah.
0: Okay. Great. Well, thank you for clarifying that for us. And listeners, if you are ever in Nazare and find yourself in a bind, just tell Walter you know Paul. (laughs) Could EPS slash epoxy surfboards ever replace PU? Okay, this is one of my favorite things about this job. We get to ask really weird questions. I guess this question isn't super weird, but we get to pose questions to people who know them really well. I feel like it's just a question can come from our readers or from one of our writers, and we actually have the ability to answer it. So for this story, we went to John Piesel and Dan Mann, who you probably know both of them. if you don't know Dan Mann too well he's a firewire so you've seen all of his boards everywhere Kelly rides him a lot
1: he's the most famous shaper in the world that you've never heard and of and he goes frontside
0: both ways which is just incredible i how can you not trust a man with all your life who goes frontside both ways i would i would put my life in his in Dan man's hands is eps
1: going to replace
0: pu no both of them said no i think it was dan who said right no if it if it was going to it would have happened already eps is definitely getting more popular and more and more people are trying different combinations with both the foam and the resin to kind of counteract some of what people dislike about eps which is that i mean it's super flexy which is why it's fun in small waves super light and flexible but when you get in some bigger waves we've heard this a million times Chop, especially, you just can't really cut through it. You feel like you lose a lot of drive and the board isn't as stable on your feet. But you can try to get around that with different kind of foam densities and glassing solutions, but we're just not there yet. Um, Piesel also went through a phase where it was Nathan Florence's idea where for a good chunk of last winter, he was doing EPS on all of his guns. He was doing um, EPS not really guns, but pipe boards, I guess. And then he was swearing by them and then he got back on a PU board one day
1: and went, oh shit, this is just better. <laughs> and he just switched back. <laughs> um, yeah, given my sort of deep expertise in surfboard materials, can I just slightly second guess man, and John Piesel? Because it sort of did though. It, it sort of has in a way in that if you think of stockboards in the surf shop, I'm not talking about Nathan Florence's North Shore Guns, just any any surf shop anonymous surf shop anywhere in the world and you look on the rack all of those whiter than white almost blue boards that just stock whatever dhd channel whatever every company every big brand they are from they all come from that factory in thailand and they're like they are eps and that was the genius that the board sort of companies managed to do a couple years ago was repackage a sort of cheaper product as a premium one. They're like slightly more expensive, aren't they? Like 50 bucks more. And you get the, whatever, the spine tech thing. But it's basically like a, yeah, it's made by, it's made in the Far East and it's EPS epoxy and it's a bit lighter and it looks a bit whiter, but it's actually kind of like slightly worse, but it's a premium product.
0: Can I say that? You just did. Yeah, and I I get what you mean. Not all EPS is That happened. It, It happened, that happened. That if you walk into a surf shop, a lot of boards, unless you know surfboards really well, I think if you know surfboards really well and know some of the brands that are doing that, um, you would not know the difference. But I think if you, there are ways, like, I mean, if you, you could order a Piesel EPS board or you could order an EPS board from anybody and that's actually going to be more expensive. Epoxy resin is more expensive and the labor process is a little bit more intensive So EPS boards, if you go, all right, I'm going to get a 510 short board, whatever, I want it just standard PU construction or EPS epoxy, the EPS board is going to be more. So I don't know. I, I like them though. And I like, I even like those boards that you just talked about, the boards that just arrive from factory, from I think there's a few factories over there in
1: Thailand, but... Now, let's say it's just one. It sounds like more of a kind of conspiratorial, doesn't it? Okay. Now, it's just one. They all come from the same factory.
0: From Cobra manufacturing (laughs) in Thailand. I like those Cobra boards. I do. Do you? Are you just a purist with Bradley in your little uh, neck of the woods? And you and Christian, I know that uh, you got a little flame going there. Are you a purist? Yeah.
1: Yeah, great. Let's not forget Gracie, because I'm, you know... I am old, so yeah. Um, Phil Grace, he's kind of my guy. Oh, um, I thought you were Bradley. Yeah, guy. no, I think they look—they—they they look great. I like the um the sort of set, the squeaky sound they make when you do that thing under your arm, mm. and they got that slightly, sort of slightly different feel, and they just got a slightly different squeak, which I like. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know about short shortboards. Does anyone ride like shortboards still? Yeah, of course they do. Everyone needs <laughs> staff, All the readers. <laughs>
0: All the readers do like short boards, and this piece will explain to you not what Paul's talking about. Paul just wanted to go on a rant about uh, Thai factories. This will talk about the options it. that you have in terms of maybe if you want to order custom, just give you a good understanding of polyurethane versus expanded polystyrene, EPS, essentially styrofoam.
1: Which is um, which is
0: less worse for the environment, Buck. Less worse. Mmm. Mmm. Mmm.
1: That is true. That is true. It still takes a while. Which one? Oh, which is less. EPS is like, yeah, the two, the two constructions. Is there there an option? It's generally sort of like masqueraded as a picture of a tree on it or something. as If it's somehow like afforesting our planet, EPS, isn't it? EPS is more commonly
0: used. And so in theory, there is more of an opportunity to recycle it or create boards out of styrofoam that's already been recycled. So, I mean that but in general i mean if you just if you get an eps board you break it and you don't do that that thing is still going to take a few hundred years to decompose so
1: if you burn it on the beach um, while the baby turtles are hatching not
0: not a great look not a great look at all but anyway go read this thing get a deeper understanding of your surfboards and have a good life dab surfer of the year the picks are still rolling out and paul i want to get some stuff from you here
1: yeah so sorry this isn't the same as the advanced triple crown though right this is something else <laughs> so like bad. this is
0: nor the Bite masters nor the championship tour right or okay. or uh cool. big wave awards
1: yeah okay because there's something else that we need to pick a winner from i just yeah got it
0: yeah got it. understood i'm glad we're all clear now Alright, Stab Surfer of the Year. Paul, who would your picks be? Who would you have for the best male surfer of the year?
1: Okay, uh the easy I've already come, i have already already went early with McGillivray. Um just for his for his hinterland as well as his surfing, but he's got the surf chops as well. Do I need to give a reason or just I'll just say it. I don't need to give a reason. That's
0: that's fine. That's fine. McGillivray.
1: Probably traditional to start at five and count down to one rather than just go with the winner first, or it becomes slightly anticlimactic, so Okay, i I've given him away earlier on in, in, at the top of the show. But now I'll say in five, let's go with I'm gonna go with um Shumbinho for for 2022. Ooh. Just, he's amazing. Love him. Um Ethan Ewing at four, three. Let's have Harry Bryant because he's just he's just he's awesome. And number two behind Miguel LeVray, Almost there, but just not really, not quite. Um, I'm, I'm gonna have Maxime Houssinot. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Maxime, she fucking rips, mate. 10 years on the QS is amazing. I saw an edit, some video of him from Reunion yesterday. It looks like Andy Slater. It looks amazing. Wow. So yeah, number okay. two, Houssinot and McGillivray, number one. Bet no one else has got those five in that order.
0: I would have to say that nobody else. I am a hundred percent sure nobody else has them. Yeah, uh, I don't have, think we have to worry about the order, even. But uh, okay, thank you for the unique picks. How about for women?
1: Yeah, for the women, um, I'll throw in Gilmore at five. Uh, she won the world title, as as we kind of discussed already, and did it made it made it exciting. And um, by going the rope a dope at the start of the year, uh, four. Let's go with I mean it's kind of boring if you just list tour sort of surf a bit isn't it but I mean we probably have to go Melana Jones Wong just got the pipeline kind of heroics and you know everything she did there she needs needs a mention. Um at three let's have Krista Moore this two Katie Simmers Kate, Katie Simmers at two and for our winner I'm gonna go with Molly Picklum.
0: Wow okay
1: yeah she is amazing she kind of like i just didn't get in they got the spot and then it didn't work you know and she missed out but i think this will be she'll have a legit year as well i mean it's not supposed to be a prediction for this year it's going to be about last year but i'm going for molly now
0: wow okay that is you're favoring the younger generation there katie and molly i feel like we've seen quite a lot of the other lot haven't we
1: been around for a while i mean (laughs) not that that should exclude them from the glory of Stab surfer of the year, but yeah, freshen it up a bit. Change, change is as good as the rest. <laughs> um, what other? What else have we got? Edits? Yeah, actually, let's start with YouTube channel. Right.
0: When it gets to the media.
1: Massive. I'm a massive YouTube guy. I'm always on YouTube, all the time. Sure. Um. Big time. For the surfers, yeah, I'll go with Nathan. I think Nathan Florence. Got him. Sure. Just because he yeah. gets a lot
0: of waves everywhere.
1: Yeah, I watched the Mullumbimby one recently. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, I like the way everyone has like Island Bros as well. Don't they? When they go to Ireland, they got they're like, that like really good buddy. It's like they got the, they're the guy over in Ireland. Yeah. I know they all do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, him for YouTube, Edit of the year. Yep. Yeah, Nosvid for sure.
0: That's that counts as a film. It's too long. So your pick for Edit of the year.
1: Easy. I'm gonna go with this the Stab Audience, Kale Walsh, Idiot Box. Uh, that was me- that was mental. Yeah, that was that was bonkers. And what I really like, he went early, didn't he? He, went, he that was in March or something. Um to just came out early in the end, just said, yeah, fuckers, I'm winning. Uh, that was really, really good. And I like uh if you're gonna do edits and beer freeze, like stick to that. Don't do the QS as well and try and do a bit of everything. Like, just go, no, I'm just free surfing, that's what I'm doing, I'm doing edits. I respect that. Me too, me too.
0: Great one. All right, film, which is longer? Right.
1: Um, Nozvid, because that's not an edit, because it was 30 minutes, and it had to be 20 or less to be an edit, didn't it? Look at him, so, coming to the facts. Yeah, it, really good. Um, and I, I read as well that he's kind of spent a lot of money on it as well, Um which is good, I, I can relate to that, because if you go on any surf trip or any kind of holiday or vacation, it's always good to have a little bit of a moan afterwards about like, yeah, it was good, but... <laughs> Just have a little bit of a moan about how much money you spent, like always. Has anyone ever not done that? Like, no one's ever not. So even in professional surfing, kind of, and you take your filmer and you have to pay for his dinner, or whatever. I like, I like that he had, a little, he had a little cry about how much it cost him, which is cool. <laughs> It's a,
0: that's definitely a unique take on the on the film i appreciate that
1: good film though good film
0: nice all right juniors male junior female junior is this under 18 or under
1: 21 18. okay well it's got to be for women's it got to be kate simmers it's kind of clear kind of standout isn't she um unbelievable surfer or all- a bit awkward in the spotlight that maybe sort of changed a bit during the course of this year but you kind of are who you are as well as so you might get a bit more used to having mics and cameras thrown in your face but you still got to keep it real i quite like the awkwardness i just think people are a bit too polished too young i'm always slightly suspicious of um to quite like that all
0: right best male junior You're you're your young boys. your specialty
1: yeah sometimes um if you don't agree with something like your, your most powerful sort of democratic tool is to abstain i'm not picking a um a a best junior male i don't think anyone i i i don't like the category and i just yeah i I just there isn't a name that i can really say to you now but and 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 sleep well tonight knowing that i've kind of given an honest account of myself so i'm not going to pick one wow i'm just going to abstain abstaining from
0: young boys look at you yeah it's not happening taking the high road all right well, we have got a surf thing coming up, but before we get there, a few things coming up. Paul, you have a predictions piece uh, here coming. You're going to lay out what's going to happen in 2023 for
1: our audience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've been thinking, I've been thinking a lot about it. I've been talking to sort of different sources, y- yourself included, and uh, just really, just really buzzing on everyone's vibe for what's going to happen this year. So yeah, that's hopefully coming. I was hoping to have it done already, but um. What, with charging Lenore and stuff every day? It's, um, yeah, it's taking a bit of a back seat. It's coming really soon. I'm excited about it. I hope you are too, but
0: I am, I am. So we got that coming. We got how surfers get paid up. So five dropping next week, and we will have more from the North Shore in the pickup. We are gathered here today to talk about u UZIP wetsuit. I finally got one, and I finally got back to Portugal. I'd be gone a few weeks, and things can change. Sand moves, water temps change. But today, I made the conscious decision not to check the water temp. Why? Because you can't just believe everything you read online. Unless, of course, the person saying it kinda looks like you and uses similar words and you already believe the thing kinda anyway and it just confirms it, then you believe it, okay? But with water temp, I don't check online. It's, it's never accurate, I hate it. So I decide I got this nice new suit it's a 3-3, even though you normally want to be on a 4-mill around here this time of year. I decided I'm going to go for it, and I did not regret that. The suit was incredibly comfortable, incredibly warm. I did not get flushed once. The U-zip in the name means that it goes from shoulder to shoulder, this zip. A first of its kind. I found that fun. And it's a great suit. Go on and get yourself one at visla.com. All right, well, it is time for a surf sin. This is, I've said it before, but we have these sort of archetypes that sins fall into, and this is definitely one of those. But either way, it is a sin, and it is worth unpacking. So let's hear it.
2: Hey, guys, I just listened to the last surf sin about the deck pad and I thought your penance was really good. Um, Today, specifically today, I went out with my girlfriend. We went out last week and it's like double extra large El Porto, which in Los Angeles is like the beachiest closeout break. Um, It was a really tough paddle out. A Couple of my friends didn't make it out. My girlfriend did make it out. She came in, it was really upsetting for her. She was like legitimately scared out there and swallowed a bunch of water. And then today uh, we went out again today and we had the whole walk down. I live like two blocks up from the water. We walked down. We could see the waves the whole way. I brought like a 5.8 happy every day thinking it wasn't as big as it was a week ago. And we started paddling out and it was like, yeah, overhead and like macking. And uh, I felt really responsible for like going out and bringing her out there when she just like was really upset a week ago. So I feel like I deserve a penance for bringing my girlfriend out and surf that she wasn't comfortable in. And thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> what do you got here, Paul? Can you relate? Can you oh, I've got,
1: I've got loads. feel for him? What, what do you? Well, first of all, for the benefit of the listener, I think we should point out this was actually submitted in, in video format. And this guy was in his car. <laughs> um, in this sort of, a, sort of a polo shirt, kind of ensemble. It looked a little bit collegiate, didn't it? He looked a, l- a little bit like Michael J. Fox, I thought, just slightly, um, and I didn't know where this was going. He was telling the story, as he's rambling a little bit, and I, I didn't know where it was going. But yeah, there's, there's loads there. I, I again, I, without meaning to paraphrase Pontius Pilate, I don't really see that much of a sin. I, I don't think he's done much wrong. Um, it's all about pushing your limits isn't it surfing and kind of like getting out of your comfort zone so yeah i i didn't feel particularly sinful to me buck your thoughts
0: well as it is in the video form we are going to send him a gift we like videos um i think we're going to post on instagram as well so you get to pass judgment on his outfit along with paul um and i mean i think it is a sin i don't I don't think it's nice to take somebody out in waves that are going to make them really uncomfortable, make them have a really bad
1: time. Yeah, but I mean, no one, no one dies, do they? Generally, the way waves work is they always push you back to land, like almost all of the time you end up back on land, don't you? That's that always like statistics. I'd love to see the numbers of like wipeouts or sort of out of my comfort zone. This wave's landing on me to to death or maimings and it's basically none so like it's pretty safe really where was it el porto so like manhattan beach or something no one's ever died there if they're surfing it's like come on i'm sure it was fine she might have been momentarily scared but i think afterwards she 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 probably felt great
0: yeah. Okay. I mean, it is, it's a mild sin. It's a mild sin. I could understand that it might introduce some complexity into a relationship. I think it could ruin an afternoon. As you said, nobody died, which is good, which we're fans of, but still it might ruin the vibe. Maybe the vibe died a little
1: bit. Maybe this actual sin was, was couple surfing. Cause I mean, there's been a lot, lot go down there with arguments in the lineup. I've seen like friends have like a full domestic in the line. I'm like, this is so wrong on so many levels. So maybe that's, kind of more of the sin is is that dynamic maybe the the, the kind of coupledness should should finish on the beach and as you paddle out you're just two surfers you're not really in a relationship anymore but hey that's an, that's another topic
0: that is another topic so what do you got for penance
1: um i'd like to see the, do we have a name what do you got for sam yeah i uh, i'd like to see sam up his game in a in a number of ways um I mean, anecdotes could just maybe just come down a little bit in terms of brevity. Just maybe just shorten them, get to the get to the punchline a little bit quicker. But um, <clears throat> in terms of... Sorry, you asked me for the penance. Um, in terms of the penance, I think um, his girlfriend needs to... She needs to designate a day that he has to go and attack and name the spot. So, I mean, they live in California. They got Mavericks. They can... Go to Todos Santos presumably if they want to have a little drive down to Baja. So she she gets to pick a spot and the day and he has to go and 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 do three turns. That's my that's my punishment. Can be in yeah, in a in a wet in a a standard wetsuit tire or she could even choose something, you know, whatever, speedos, whatever it might be. But yeah, I think she needs to um she needs to send him out out of his comfort zone so he knows how it really feels.
0: I'm going down the same path with this. I think that she... Because I get the dynamic in the water that day sounded like he was kind of the more experienced person and the more comfortable out there. And so I think that's where it got. There's that imbalance of comfort. And so I think they just need to replicate that on the other end. And so she's able to take him, let's just say an afternoon to do something that he's definitely not comfortable doing. And I don't know. There's just a wide range of tastes. I don't know if that means going to Coachella, going to the music festival they have there. I don't know if that means going to Bed Bath & Beyond Eric Logan. I don't know. Maybe it's an orgy. It's LA. I'm sure you find an orgy. I don't know your tastes, but I think you have an afternoon where you're allowed to take him out of his comfort zone.
1: Yeah, Joe. You know, I've actually completely changed my mind on this since we've been talking about it. It's actually it's actually pissed me off what he's done. He's bang out of order there um, for doing that. Um, it, it's bullying, basically, isn't it? It's, it's line-up bullying. It's not on. It's not fucking cool. I'm pissed off. Now you're
0: mad. Really, You really flipped here, Paul.
1: Yeah, I know. No, I'm, I'm not happy about it, Wow. actually.
0: Okay, well, Sam, you upset Paul. Ruined his day. He was having a nice day, too.
1: <laughs> Just woke up from a nap. Now I'm angry about a guy. Going surfing, it looks a bit like Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Teen Wolf.
0: <laughs> I think that's a good place to end.
1: As a reference to the kids, keeping it super relevant.